The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase. Tonight, we take a look into the past. Will it hold clues to the future? Plus, one Ram is locked in for 2021, while another will have to wait a few weeks to see action. And later, we answer your fan quesos. Next on Ram Showcase. Welcome to Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I'm your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bag because I am laying down the law for you guys tonight. Cool show to get into. Of course, uh, we're talking a little bit of draft history here. Next week is when we're really going to start digging more into uh, basically what I'm going to do because I'm, I'm not a mock draft guy. I'm terrible at them, just like everybody in the universe, but people still pump them out. But uh, what we'll do is we'll take a look at some uh, some mock drafts that are out there from some of the bigger names, and um, we'll kind of talk about them, all right? We'll see, we'll see how we're vibing on these mock drafts, seeing if uh, we agree. I want your guys' participation here, and uh, or if we disagree. If we uh, like, like, the guy, like, why would you take that guy? This guy knows no one. He has no idea what he's talking about, so... We'll get into that next week, uh, but we'll do a quick little look back. Uh, really, it's just, it's uh, this week is what we're doing is the the history of the picks. So uh, we'll look at uh, fifty seven overall, where the Rams, who the Rams have selected fifty seven overall in draft history, as well as eighty eight. So uh, those are the two or two like bigger, better ones, I guess. Uh, I did a little bit more research on some of the later picks, and the names just weren't that dope. In fairness, it happens. Uh, the later you get into the draft. Typically, the less dope the names are. Uh, of course, you do have those sleepers and everything like that. But again, guys, I have no shame in my game. And uh, simple truths are that uh, I'm the only person here at Ram Showcase. And I don't really follow college football or the draft that much. So my content, as far as that goes, uh, we're working on it. All right. We're trying to get there. But we also we require some outside help there. So I, I take a look at some other things. I, I have conversations with other Rams fans. And uh, that's that's kind of how I I run draft stuff. Uh, just because, I, I mean, I, do, I just don't care, really. <laughs> I mean, and I guess that sounds bad, probably. But I'm supposed to, be, like, be super into it, right? But um, it, the draft is, like, uh, to me, that's just, like a, like, a relaxed thing. And also, I mean, 
most of those players don't do anything worth a while in the NFL. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. And I guess I think part of it too is like the letdowns, so many letdowns of like being so excited for guys like Ty Hill and Alex Barron and, and like guys like that that it was just kind of, it kind of bummed me out. I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, in way cooler news and something that is awesome. And if you guys missed it yesterday, that's totally cool. This reveal is going to be a lot less exciting than that other one. But I did participate in one of those LA Rams auctions and it was the coolest one that I found. And uh, my buddy Aaron sent it to me and was like, you're welcome. <laughs> and so obviously I bought it right away. And uh, basically, it, and it's I think it's still up. As, as far as my knowledge goes, I think it's still available. Uh, you can go to therams.com slash auctions and pull this up. So uh, basically what I did was I did the, the Super Bowl jersey, the mystery Super Bowl jersey. And basically what had happened was you, you pay your money, which is after shipping and everything. I, can, I think it comes to two fifteen even uh, and if you're interested. I, I got three people who watched my video yesterday and they're like, I'm going to go ahead and do it. <laughs> they sent me his screenshots of their order. Like, nice. So you pay the 215 and then about a week later, you get a jersey in the mail of a Rams player, of a Rams jersey that that player wore at media day leading up to Super Bowl 53 just a couple years back. So obviously super cool. The first one that I saw from somebody else was uh, Sebastian Joseph Day. Somebody got that jersey. Really cool jersey, and that guy, I mean, that guy figures to be a starter this year, so actually, I mean, maybe in Super Bowl days, maybe not the best or coolest or whatever. I, I love Sebastian Joseph Day, SJD all day. I think he's awesome, uh, but now that he's going to be a starter, I think I, that kind of like hyped that one a little bit. I don't know who got Donald, uh, if anybody yet. Maybe it's still out there. Maybe that's why you need to do it, and I did see Goff got, got picked, but I think that one's on eBay for like $2,000. <laughs> So ridiculous. Anyway, well, so I did a, a video on my uh, YouTube channel as well as a Facebook Live video of me unboxing mine of uh, my Rams player jersey, my mystery jersey. So, uh, like I said, this this reveal is not going to be nearly as awesome as uh, that one. But I did want to show this off again anyway because it's the, my favorite thing. And I, I don't have it up yet uh, because I'm actually – I've got a frame on order. So it'll be framed uh, somewhere in the sheriff's station – I gotta find the little window. There's, there's a little gap back here. Maybe I could put some. That's obviously way too small, though. So maybe I'll have to rearrange so I can get my Greg Zorline jersey up and on the wall of the sheriff station here. So this is what I got, and I am absolutely stoked about it. And. This is maybe the best thing I own now. Uh, it's a Greg, Greg Zorline jersey. We we photo matched it to him because <laughs> uh, you can actually tell like there's like a little bit of fraying on the on the the nameplate back here, and so we were able to actually look up some uh, so some photos from Media Day and 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 photo match this with like the same fraying on the jersey, which is really cool. So Greg Zorline was the last person to wear this. I can confirm that I have not worn this. I mean. Who knows if get a few beers in me on a random night, if uh, maybe I'm vibing on some uh, Greg Zerline jersey. Maybe I feel like this will bring bring us luck or something like that. Considering uh, th one of the reasons uh, that I'll, I'll tell you guys this, this little bit is uh, one of my favorite things about this jersey. I want to make sure it's put nicely, by the way. I don't want to super wrinkle it up. Uh, but it's here now. It's on this little table uh, while I wait for my frame. So uh, one, one thing that – because – 
I had like a list of I had a one person list of a jersey I did not want, and that was Sean Mannion. <laughs> no disrespect to you, Sean Mannion. I'm sure you watch my show every single week, so I'm speaking directly to you. And no disrespect, but I I, I just didn't want that one. That was like the only one that I was like, I'd be kind of bummed out if I got there. Actually, like I, I it'd be like cool, eh, you know. And then there's like the backup players that like I still like and would love, like you know, like even. Even guys like, you know, Jameel Demby and, like, Blake Countess and stuff like that. Like, it would have been, that, that still would have been cool to me. Uh, Manny was the only one I didn't want. I had a list of about eight that I really, really wanted. Mark Barron was at the top of that list. Unfortunate, I know. I did not get Mark Barron, but it's okay because Greg Zerline was on that list. In fact, all three teamers won that list. So, Jake McQuaid, Johnny Hecker, and Greg Zerline were on that list. So, the fact that I got Jeezy, I show absolutely no like heartache about this at all. I think that's amazing. I love the fact that I got the Greg Zerline jersey. And also, the more I thought about it, it was like, you know what? All right. Not only is this like a, a worn jersey, Young Jeezy had this on, and not, it's not only that, but he's also second all-time in Rams scoring history, only behind Jeff Wilkins. He's above Mike Lansford. And also, he was the only player to score in that Super Bowl for the Rams. So... I mean, I'll take all of that, guys. I will take all of that. But if you guys haven't, make sure you guys head over. It's uh, therams.com slash auctions. I do believe they're still available. Like I said, uh, my buddy got one today. He sent me the screenshot of his order. We're trying to maybe work out a deal. If he gets Mark Barron, maybe we could do something. But also, I, I wanted Jeezy, too. So I don't know, guys. I'm pretty locked in. Let's go ahead and, and uh, I'll hop into like the actual show now. Um, now that I was able to. I've not been able to stop like looking at it. It's so cool, guys. <laughs> I love it. The fact that the Rams were able to go to the Super Bowl in my adult life has been the best thing that's happened to me, I think. All right, let's move on to some news. So uh, these are just some roster news for you guys. Uh, some updates that have happened. It's a very slow news time right now uh, because we're doing – it's a lot of draft prep for teams. So uh, as far as like signings and stuff like that, that kind of that's, – that's fading off now. And now we're looking into the draft stuff, but we do have a couple of things that have happened. So uh, first we'll start with uh, cornerback Tyreek McGee has been suspended for five games for violating the league's substance abuse policy, PEDs. He was physically enhancing his performance with drugs, and you can't do that in this NFL. I'm guessing this is, by the way, five games instead of four because of the extension to the the, the schedule. I haven't confirmed that, but I think that that's what's happening here because four games used to be seventy or uh, 25% of the season that you would lose. So I think they wanted to kind of keep that a little bit. And also, I mean, if you're going to increase the increase the season i think increasing the punishments i think it makes sense uh you can't you can't enhance your performance with drugs man so either way uh uh, tyreek mcgee uh he will be out for the first five games and uh he is forfeiting one hundred and eighty three thousand dollars a little over one hundred and eighty three thousand dollars in those games in those suspensions I'll be honest with you guys, I feel like this just means he's not going to be a Ram when the season starts. I I don't know for sure. Uh, I've said that in the past, and that guy was able to hang on, but then, you know, two or three games into being back, I think it was cut. I can't remember who this was. Um, I mean, this is going to be season six that I'm covering on Ram Showcase alone. So I think season eight total that I'm actually covering as far as that. So I I don't know. I lose track sometimes. 
Uh, but yeah, Tyreek McGee. So I, I do believe that corner is something that the Rams will address uh, via the draft. And there, there's two positions that I really feel confident that the Rams are going to address via the draft. And I do think that's cornerback. And I also think that's center. I, I we'll, we'll talk about uh, center position. I do have a fan case so that, that revolves around that. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, really, it's, it's the fact that... Um, that we have two guys that are kind of unproven right now on our roster uh, as far as the center position goes. So I do think that that could be addressed if if for no other reason than to create a battle. So I think that's uh, very realistic. But Tyreek McGee making it uh, making it a little bit more making me a little bit more confident that cornerback will be a position addressed via the NFL draft uh, this uh, later this month. It's coming up, guys. I'm doing a bad job of doing my prep. <laughs> But we'll get we'll get pretty heavy next week. Actually, I've already started some prep next week, so uh, yeah, we'll get some good stuff going. Uh, my other one though is about one of those centers, and that's Coleman Shelton. He did officially sign his ERFA, his exclusive rights free agency tender. So he is now officially going to be on the roster for the 2021 season. This is a low enough deal that I don't see why he would be cut. But also, I want to address you know uh, okay, I'm I know I have a queso about this. I'm just going to talk about it now. I do think that Coleman Shelton has a very real chance at starting at center for the LA Rams this year. And the reason that is, is because if the Rams go draft, we've seen Sean McVay not really play a lot of rookies. That's why I expect a big jump from Van Jefferson this year. Cam Akers, of course, he did a, he, he did have a decent amount of playing time in his rookie season last year, but Van Jefferson did not. And I do anticipate that role being a little bit extended, especially with I mean, if you consider age and injury history of Deshaun Jackson, I do think that that's something that could happen with Jefferson as he gets a little bit more playing time. And then, of course, we did see the safeties last year, Burgess and Fuller. They got a decent amount of playing time. And I'm not saying that that Sean McVay refuses to play rookies. I just I I think that he likes to have a little bit of a redshirt year where you don't absolutely have to rely on rookies to be able to carry your team that you can that you can have your veterans while this guy is like understanding the game and understanding what's happening out here. And he's getting coached on the sideline and all that stuff. He's looking at his Microsoft surface, you know, checking out plays and and, and all that. So I, I think it's all relevant. And Coleman Shelton, though. I think that he's been he's been around long enough. Of course, we did lose Aaron Cromer. That is a that is a hurt to the Rams uh, offense. But Coleman Shelton is not only slimmer, but he's also taller than Brian Allen. I, I think he's about I want to say about twenty five pounds lighter than Brian Allen, but like three inches taller. And I think that that just helps out the Rams and the way that the Rams offense operates and the way that we're fast and pretty horizontal at the start of the play. Uh, before we go vertical, especially on the ground game, a lot it's a lot of zone stuff where, where we go horizontal and then you see the gap and then it goes vertical. So I think that Coleman Shelton's build, I think that that just kind of plays into that a little bit where, I mean, center pulls are difficult to pull off, especially depending on the defensive alignment. But I think Coleman Shelton is a guy that could do that a lot easier than Brian Allen. And he's I, I would say he's more athletic. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of Brian Allen over the last year or so because he just he wasn't playing. But and so he's coming off injury 2019, doesn't really play 2020, and now we, we're in a situation where he might have to start again. And I'll be honest, the, the Rams offensive line got better when Brian Allen went out. So I don't, I'm not necessarily stoked to see him start, but his experience at that position also does help. And, and also, like I said before on this show, is uh, 2019 Sheriff Joe Beggs is not as good as 2021 Sheriff Joe Beggs doing the show. So, I mean, that's his job, and this, this is not... I have a day job. I mean, you know, so 
Uh, that's his job, and, and, and it's, it is his job to get better at that position, especially when he wasn't playing that well. So I do anticipate that that's happened. How much better did he get? I don't know. we got to wait and see. I mean, I, I can't answer that question. No, no one can answer that question. I'm sure most coaches can't even answer that question. During the season, your starters are playing. We didn't have a training camp, a real training camp last year. You know, we were all doing virtual meetings and stuff, so... Yeah, that's a, that's a kind of where the center position's at. I'll touch on that again later in the in the fan cases because I think it's relevant. And uh, that's a that's a position that we're looking to address and uh, solidify a starter at. So I think all the other positions, especially on offense, are set. Um, oh, okay. And uh, so I, I, I'm I'm thinking that we're we're pretty much set everywhere. Just that center position does have a question mark there. So hopefully that gets addressed. And I'm I'm pulling for Cole, Coleman Shelton, but that's only because I just think he's a better player from what I know. My limited knowledge, my limited capacity of being able to evaluate these guys uh, way less than the coaching staff would tell me that I would like Coleman Shelton. But like I said, Brian Allen, I'm sure he's gotten a lot better, so I would like to see him out on the field. Let's move on here. So uh, the NFL draft coming up uh, to later this month. We We all know that. And... We're, we're getting there. So the Rams do, their first pick is scheduled to be 57. We've seen this happen before where we like almost get a, get a pick and then trade back again, which is fine with me. It doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Uh, like I said, the draft is it's super hit or miss. It, it, you can't guarantee any player. If there's one guarantee player this year, I wouldn't even say it's Trevor Lawrence. I would say it's Pitts. But that and that's just this year. And also Sewell. I mean, I think those two are kind of more locks. If anybody could pull off I know it's impossible, but if you could pull off getting Pitts, Sewell, and Lawrence, you'd be set. <laughs> you would be super set. Those are like the three that everyone's confident in. Everybody else is a toss-up, honestly. Everybody else is a toss-up. I, I think that whoever goes to the Jets fails. I, that's not a personal attack on the Jets. I'm sorry, Paul, but it, I, I don't think they're going into a good situation, and I don't trust Wilson enough to, to, to turn that franchise around, so I think he's going to fall flat. I think that whoever the 49ers get will be one of the better quarterbacks out of this draft simply because of their situation. They have the most weapons. They have the best uh, uh, coaching staff for a new quarterback to come into of all the teams that need a quarterback. Uh, and they, they've also got uh, what, probably the better offensive line of the teams that need a quarterback. And you're talking Jags, Jets, possibly Broncos. I think, well, Panthers, not anymore. They just got Darnold. There are teams out there, though. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I think that whoever goes to the Jets fails, and I think whoever goes to the Niners does a decent job at least, unless it's Mac Jones. I don't think longevity-wise. Anyway, I'm getting off track here. Let's talk about the history of the Rams picks at four, at 57. And this is the first time since I've been doing this kind of thing that we actually, the most recent pick was just last year. 57 overall in the 2020 NFL season was wide receiver Van Jefferson. Uh, out of Florida, so uh, obviously his his rookie season did not go how we all, I guess, wanted it to go, but I also think he was just underutilized, and like I said before, I think that that, that changes this year, and uh, part of that is the the Josh Reynolds leaving to go to the Titans, and also the age-slash-injury history of a guy like Deshaun Jackson. I just think that Van Jefferson gets a little bit more in there than he did last year, uh, but Van Jefferson was the, the most recent pick for the Rams at 57, which is their first pick this year. Before that, we go back to 2015 in St. Louis, where right tackle Rob Havenstein was drafted 57 overall. He is still on the roster, one of very few uh, St. Louis Rams still on the on the roster. It's it's the list is super low now. It's it's what Johnny Hecker, it's Rob Havenstein, Aaron Donald. I think that's it now. 
I think everybody else is gone uh, from the St. Louis days so far. So we'll see who uh, withstands. I, I'm I'm hoping Donald because if we if we if we lose Donald and keep Havenstein, I'll be a little bit sad, <laughs> you know. Um, but let's see. Before that, you have to go all the way back to 1992. Sheriff Joe Bags is just one year old, almost, because the draft isn't after my birthday. So I wasn't even a full year old. But uh, the last when. Mark Boutte was was chosen, uh, the defensive tackle, uh, chosen in the 1992 NFL draft at 57 overall. Before that, 1963. This is pre-Joe's parents, and my parents were born in 67. So uh, this was way before that, a couple years at least. <laughs> so uh, that was uh, running back Joe Auer was selected 57 overall for uh, the L.A. Rams. And then before that, we go to 1957. Dick Enright was selected by the L.A. Rams. And then before that, 1954, Charlie Allen was selected. And then we go back to 1949, where Charles Reynolds was the was the 57 overall pick for the Rams as well. And that does round out your uh, 57 overalls. That's all of them. We've got, what is that, seven names here. Seven guys have been selected 57 overall in Rams history, and maybe we'll see number eight this season. And uh, let me know who you guys want the Rams to select at that at that spot. If uh, if you guys want to participate in maybe like a community mock mocking of the draft, then uh, put your picks down. If I I'll look at them and stuff like that. Obviously, I'll, I always look at the comments. But if you guys drop them, maybe I'll maybe I'll pull them on the screen or something something cool, and we'll we'll talk. Uh, We'll talk some some of some of your guys' picks, not just not just the the mock drafts of the big name guys, the Daniel Jeremiah's and whatnot. Let's go over to the eighty-eight overall picks. Uh, we've only got four in Rams history that the Rams have selected at eighty-eight overall, and the most recent one we got to go all the way back to nineteen eighty-two, and that was Jeff Gaylord. Uh, he was a linebacker, so that was the most recent pick for the Rams at 88 overall and then of course we're we'll probably see one this year barring a trade but when you have less make a deal Sneed calling the shots then uh, there's no guarantees on any of this stuff so these this, these may not happen. And uh, before that, we go to 1962 so 20 years before kicker Jim Bakken was selected at that 88 spot. Before that, just one year before that, 1961 Bobby Smith, a defensive back was selected there, and before that, the first ever 88 overall pick for the Rams goes to Ray Horde, who was a guard in 1957. So that is uh, those selections, uh, very light history, especially when you consider the the length that the the Rams have been around. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a long history, uh, and the shortest history lesson that I can give to you guys is obviously the Rams. Uh, were established in 1937, but there was a 1936 Rams team, but there was only, what was it, two players and one coach that returned from 36 to 37. So they uh, they counted as a separate entity. So I, I, I mean, obviously, it's, the, the real number is 37, but 36, there was Rams out there. And it's technically the same team, but it's considered a separate entity by the powers that be, which is the NFL. Let's go into a little fun segment here. And uh, on the others, then we'll go, uh, we'll take a quick break because I need some water. I did not bring it with me here. It's out there. And so I will get that. And then we'll answer some fan quesos. So pretty, pretty, pretty light show. I mean, like I said, it's not nothing too crazy this, this time around. It's uh, that weird gap of news time right now. We'll get another one in June where there's like 
where we like push for segments, you know, that'll be fun though. It'll be fun. A lot of fan quesos in that era. Uh, but let's take a look at some, uh, let's go to the Twitter machine. All right. So there's been some, some tweets that have made me laugh out loud regarding the LA Rams and some of their players. And we'll start with Cam Akers. <laughs> and this one here, uh, this one, it immediately, like I, I get the notification that Cam Akers tweeted and it just says, it says, I, I want a girlfriend. And it was like, cool. Like, <laughs> that's awesome, man. Go go out, go to a bar or something. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm not good at getting girlfriends. I don't know how it works. So he posted this and then the response that you guys can see on your screen. It's like, it's like, hey, man, don't worry about that. Just buckle down, you know, just give it. And, and Cam Akers' response is one of the best things. Let me pull it up for myself here because I don't have it on my screen. Uh, let's see here. Oh, man, because it like I'm laughing out loud to this and I'm like sending it to my friends because it's hilarious to me. So let's see. Where did this one go? We're not doing a good job of finding this. Let's see. Oh, here it is. Um, It was in a different folder here. So there's a, I want a girlfriend, man. And a response goes, I'm pushing 30. Never had one. Chase that money in your dream, man. A girl will come along eventually. Just trying to be just trying to be inspirational, Cam. All right. <laughs> he was just trying to he was just trying to, to be a bro. Cam Akers response though absolutely killed me. With all due respect, I'm not trying to be like you, bro. <laughs> That's absolute gold. I love that one. But I'll be honest with you guys, that wasn't even the funniest tweet from a Rams player this week. Let me pull up this other one. Let me find it first. I keep losing these tweets. There we go. Let's put it up. Jalen Ramsey, DK Metcalf. We know the story of them this year. Uh, Jalen and, and DK had had three games to battle against each other. And let's just say Jalen Ramsey did a damn good job in all three of those games on uh, making sure that DK didn't rip it open. All right. So DK, I've had a great career so far, and I want to thank my dad for always believing in me. Let's keep working. Love you. That's a beautiful tweet. That's amazing. That's That's wholesome. Wholesome. But Jalen Ramsey is DK Metcalf's father <laughs> based on those three games this year. So I got you, boy. Much love. <laughs> that was all. I just needed to share that because I needed to laugh with other people. That's really all that is. I think that's gold. And if you guys see more stuff like this, send it my way. I want to see it. We'll talk about it. We'll have good times. Uh, I'm going to get some water into my face. Uh, you guys will watch this little quick Aaron Donald snapshots and uh, then on the other side we got fan quesos we got some good ones so uh you're gonna want to hang out for this and welcome back in guys and well, let's go ahead and hop into our fan quesos we got some good ones for you guys and uh let's see we got us uh i'm just gonna running through here so not too many but uh we got some good ones here all right let's go ahead and start uh we'll go we got cody and tyler and um and then we've got one from Let's see here. Yeah, we've also got one from David. All right, let's start with David's, actually. Uh, so who is your favorite player on our offense currently? I'll leave mine. Woods. Do you like Acres though? Dude, Bobby Trees is awesome. I'll give you that one for sure. Uh, big fan. I, I love Bobby Trees, man. He's just, he's one of those guys. He's not overly flashy. He's He doesn't do like anything crazy over the top, but he's got 
sure hands. He's good after the catch. He's a great route runner. Good dude. I mean, I like that he's not in the media. I, I like that, you know, he goes from Buffalo to L.A. and doesn't just, like, eat up being in L.A. and doing crazy stuff. I like that. I, he's a hard worker. And, dude, I, I'm glad that he's on our squad for sure. Uh, as far as my favorite player on the offense right now, dude, I'm a big fan of Higby. I really like Tyler Higby. I obviously I was a big fan of of Josh Reynolds. It sucks that he's gone. Uh, Woods is up there for sure, and so is Cooper Cup. I love Cooper Cup. Me saying that I think that the Rams will trade him. I mean that's not that's not me saying that I don't like him. That's I just I just think it's possible. I still do. I don't know. There's just something in my brain that tells me it's possible. I don't know. Probably not, but who knows? Uh, but as far as my my favorite offensive player. Yeah, I, I I think I'd go Higby, man. Um, well, I want to see I want to see Stafford and kind of see him out there and see see uh, see that fire going, you know, because we know he's a he's a tough dude. We know he's he's gonna be exciting for us, but uh, you know, I'm waiting for that to like kind of be like, whoa, cool. I, I've seen a lot of stuff on on Stafford of people being like, ah, I'm just not really, I don't know, guys. He's got to prove it to me. Like, what the hell has he got to prove to you? <laughs> like, like, who the hell are you? Like, why does he need like like Matthew Stafford's really sitting in the in the training rooms? He's like, man, he's like that one that one guy. <laughs> I'm gonna prove Jeff. <laughs> like, he doesn't care, guys. Come on, he's gonna do fine. Anyway. Um, yeah, I like Higby, man. Higby. Higby's cool as hell. Uh, let's see here. Cody, chances we start Kaiser. I really like him. Uh, Kaiser, I, he's he's there, man. I mean, in, unless somebody comes in and and is just like blatantly a starter, then Kaiser's, Kaiser and, and Young seem to be the guys uh, as far as I would, as far as I can tell. Tyler, let's see. Where do you see the Rams going with the inside linebacker slash outside linebacker position? I'm not sure I understand the question. Uh, are you talking via draft? Are you talking via free agency? Who's starting that in those roles? Because if I had to give you starters today, I would say Oboe and Flo. Oh, Flo. <laughs> On the edges. That's uh, Obanaya Okoronkwo and Leonard Floyd. Uh, and then Kenny Young and Micah Kaiser in the in the middle there, but Troy Reader does a good job too. I think that he could push for that. Um, yeah, but I I I do think that the 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 guys that are on the roster now are not all the guys we go into the season with. I do think that there is some additions. Uh, if that's your question, Tyler, any chance I can buy that leg jersey? Yeah, for one billion dollars. Then I just go get another one. Uh, Cody. Am I the only one that loves Micah Kaiser? <laughs> no, dude. I've been talking up Kaiser for years, dude. Right here. Right at this desk, which is the same desk that I've had this entire time that I've done this show. The the layout's changed. The the apartment's changed. Uh, the, the backing has changed. But, uh, yeah, this desk has always been here. And, no, dude, I've loved, I loved Kaiser. I've been a Kaiser guy. He's awesome at stopping the run, and I think he's improved against defending the pass and that was his knock is defending the pass and i think he's improving at it so uh, I, I think he's doing great man uh who replaces abucom i i think it's oboe but i also if terrell lewis can stay healthy i think that he's a candidate for that spot as well so that's something that i think i like come back to me in that on that question like come preseason time because i also like i can tell you who i think's better today but it's also april and we do, our roster is not complete yet, and 
when we get into preseason, of course, the starters, we probably won't see them anymore, which I like because that means everybody who's playing is fighting for either positioning on the depth chart or for a spot on the depth chart. And that makes it exciting to me. It, like when when guys like, you know, Todd Gurley and Jared Goff were out there, was like, what the hell is going on here? Like kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, I mean, obviously, Jared Goff, that was a different situation because he was only second year when McVay showed up. Uh, but you know, his rookie season, of course he did play. I remember seeing him up in Denver. He got into that game for a little bit. Didn't look great, but yeah, either way. Uh, but yeah, dude, uh, I, I would say ask me that closer to, to preseason time and maybe, maybe we'll know a little bit more. I, obviously training camp, we get a lot of stories that come out, little things that, that coaches will say about guys that, that will lead you, that will kind of tip you off to certain things. And that's kind of what I do. Uh, here as as the host of Ram showcases is listening for those little things, listening for for the linebacker coach to say like, oh well, you know this guy's doing a good job because uh, even something that little means a lot. Like if if the if a question's asked and that coach thinks of that player, that's a good sign for that player. So it's paying attention to that little stuff too, and so we'll kind of get there closer. But as of today, I would say Okoronkwo is going to take over that role uh, for for Abukam, who's now what is he a Seahawk now? Gosh, hate that. Anyway, let's see. Next one here from Cody. Just a couple more, actually, guys. This is going to be a quick one. Quick show. This is the first time I've had like a, like a, a round of 30-minute show since the season, really. I usually tend to ramble when it's off-season, so I show no shame in that. I like it. Most underrated current Ram, and then thoughts on Brian Allen potentially starting again. We're going to circle back to that one. Next one here from Cody, because I, I, I just want to I want to end on that. Uh, next one here from Cody. Who else are we going to trade to the Lions? <laughs> Dude, for real, though. Like, for real. Who else is going? Who else is going to Detroit? I wouldn't, like, that's like a spot that I see Cup. Like, like that makes sense. Because Brad Holmes and Jared Goff, I think, would both push for that. Anyway. So, most underrated current Ram and thoughts on Brian Allen potentially starting again. Most underrated current Ram. Maybe Kenny Young. I think it's a linebacker. I, I would say probably a linebacker. Kenny Young or Micah Kaiser jump out to me, but Terrell Lewis I think is very good. I, he just needs to stay out there. Uh, as far as offense goes, I think Coleman Shelton I would put in that in that range as well, which kind of leads me into your, your question. Thoughts on Brian Allen potentially starting again? I have no issues with it. De- mainly because what's the point of having an issue with it? But it's if Brian Allen starts, then I know that the coaching staff saw enough in him to start him again and, and not address that position elsewhere, whether that be Coleman Shelton via the draft or free agency. So that gives me some hope. Like whoever starts at, at that spot, especially if it's Brian Allen, that just tells me the coaching staff has not only kept him on the roster, despite him not like being a starter and then losing that job, they kept him around, which is a good sign. Uh, but also they, they, they haven't just moved on from him now. So like that could have been a very easy move on from coming into the, into the off season. They didn't do that. So they're seeing something there. So there's something there with Brian Allen. What is it? I don't know yet. And like I said, if I if I was given my choice with my current knowledge today, I would go Shelton. But I don't have all the knowledge that the coaches have. 
they see these guys every day. They're they they see these guys working out. They see these guys in the film room. They see these guys, you know, just like they have conversations with these guys. I don't. Okay, so for that reason, like I do, I do trust them to make that decision. But even if I didn't, what the hell's the point of not trusting them? Because if you don't trust them, then what? Like it's like I don't trust. I don't trust McVeigh to do this. Like, okay, what does that do? Like, what is that? Like, you're gonna like call him and be like, "Hey, man," <laughs> like, be like, "Oh, that's a good point, man. I didn't think about that. Let me go ahead and start Shelton." It just doesn't make any sense to me. So, either way, thoughts on Brian Allen potentially starting again? I just do believe that for the Rams and what the Rams do, especially on the ground game, especially like with the zone runs that they do, anything like that. Obviously, pulling a center is something difficult, but you're not doing that in his own run. Everybody's just kind of shifting and then you got, you know, all that. So for the Rams ground game, it's a, it's a little bit horizontal and then vertical once a hole's there. And because of their builds, and like I said, I believe it's about a 25 pound difference that Shelton is 25 pounds less than Brian Allen, but three inches taller than Brian Allen. I think that that plays into the Rams offensive scheme a little bit better than Brian Allen does. I I just, I just think that that's true. And Allen was never mobile in the sense, because he's like over 300 pounds, but he's not very tall. He's, um... He wasn't very mobile as far as, you know, being able to create that depth and get to the second level. And I remember that was one thing I, I always had kind of trouble watching him was, you know, he, w- he would not get to that second level, get to the linebackers as fast as I wanted him to. And sometimes that did hurt. Sometimes that did hurt Gurley in, in like 2019 of... You know, hitting that gap, trying to hit that gap, and if if this center would have been able to get to the second level, maybe it could have busted out, but it didn't happen. So because of stuff like that is why I I would like to see myself Shelton play in that in that role. But again, and I can't state it enough, I don't know what Brian Allen looks like today. The last I saw him play was 2019. That's been a while, so I'm sure he's better now. Maybe he's worse. I don't know what the heck he's doing on his on his off time. Maybe he's just drinking beers and playing video games. I have no idea. Or maybe he's been working his butt off for the last couple of years, and maybe this guy's ready to go. So we'll see what happens. Most underrated current Ram. I'm still trying to think. That. <laughs> that's like as I'm talking, that's like going through my head. It. You know what? No. I want to take back my linebacker answers on you, man. I'm going Matthew Stafford. I think that he might be the current most underrated Ram today. And he is known as like a guy. You know what I mean? So I I think that I I truly am feeling in my bones that that in a couple of years, we're going to be talking about the Matthew Stafford trade, not as like, oh, they they got rid of Goff and they they sent picks with Goff. You know, it was uh, everybody's initial instinct was like, bad trade, bad trade for the Rams, whatever. But it... We got what we wanted, which was out of or out of Goff's contract. So, for that reason, I mean, I I think that we're gonna see in a couple of years. I think we're gonna look back on on this trade and be like, man, that was one of the better things we've done. I I like. I think this is gonna go down as one of those trades for the Rams. Of like, if they wouldn't have done that, they wouldn't have done this. And I don't know what this is. Is that a Super Bowl ring? I don't know yet. We'll see how it unfolds. But I think it's gonna be one of those things of like, man, if this was Goff still, this wouldn't have happened. So the Rams won because they got this with Stafford. I don't know if that would have happened with Goff. I think that that will be the conversation. Feel free to quote me on that if it's blatantly not. That's fine. That's fine. But I I think that Stafford really might be the most underrated L.A. Ram right now. 
No one's talking about him. No one's giving him that much credit. Uh, I think that the the chances of of like an MVP push are not unrealistic. I don't know if he'll get it. I mean, there's there's a lot of really good players in the NFL right now, especially at the quarterback position. And, you know, with what Tom Brady's working with down there in Tampa, what Patrick Mahomes is able to do on a football field is amazing. Lamar Jackson, I think, comes a little bit more back around this season. Allen out in Buffalo, dude, he's that guy's awesome, man. Uh, I think he's he's got a real shot at it. I mean, there's good players out there right now. And so as far as MVP conversation goes, I'm not really I'm not willing to do that yet. But I do think that that Stafford coming in and being able to work with McVay, I think McVay day one has more confidence in Stafford than he ever did in Jared Goff. And I think that for that reason, we see a, a level of the McVay offense that we just haven't seen yet. That's going to do it for me, guys. Those are my fan quesos. And that is it. That's Ram Showcase. So, uh, wherever you guys are listening to me, feel free to drop your quesos. If I don't see them or did not answer your fan queso, feel free to yell at me. Just send me a message and be like, hey, jerkwad, answer my question. And then I'll answer it. I promise. Uh, but make sure you guys drop them. You can drop them in the comment section on YouTube. You can drop them on my Facebook page. You can send them in messages. You, I do not need to be following you on Twitter to send me a message. Uh, I do get questions that way sometimes. So uh, feel free, guys. Just drop them. Drop, drop them like they're hot. And I will answer them on either. If it's time sensitive, I'll just we'll just have a conversation. I'll just talk to you. <laughs> but uh, if it's not, I'll answer it on the next show. And then you guys can, can watch me answer your question. And say your name on Ram Showcase. Like Cody and Tyler. And Dave. You guys rock! Love it. I love the fan quesos. I, it's one of my favorite things to do, honestly. I have a great time with it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for me. Make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Make sure you guys check out the link below to check out Shaw's Customs right now. Only for a couple more weeks, guys. You can get the deal 25% off just for Ram Showcase listeners. Don't tell the others. It's just for Ram Showcase listeners. Ram Showcase 25 is that, that coupon code, but uh, the link will be down below wherever you guys are listening to me, so make sure you guys check that out. You can get custom stuff. You can get you can get Ram Showcase stuff, like this sick old beer mug that uh, that, that I bought from Josh. I also buy from Josh, guys. It's not it's not that he just like sends me free stuff. I support the homies, all right? And if you guys got a business, let me know. Maybe I'll support that homie. The homie watching. So uh, that is going to do it for me. I'm going to brag about my Greg Zerline jersey one more time. And this cool gray hat that I got because my dad was in L.A. Uh, for work this week and he brought that back to me. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. You're the man. He's a Chargers fan, though. So he's our, the fan of our roommates. Um, but, yeah, that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports World Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night.